Welcome to the MSU Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Lyons, joined by my guest host, Otis Pitt Jr. Otis Pitt, what is going on? Man, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's, that's how I feel, Steve. What's going on, brother? Hey, nothing much, man. As you said, man, this is the most wonderful time of the year. It's day less than a day before we go live with football, man. We're excited. It's fantasy season. By now, all drafts have been done. You know, now it's time to lock lock in and load, man. So yeah. it's good. I mean, hey, I'm just, you know, like you stated, we just, you know, drafts are concluded. Uh, you know, I finalized my last one uh, last night. I'm only in two this year. How, how about yourself? How many leagues you got going on this year? Yeah, same too, man. I'm actually kind of glad, man, uh, with everything going on personally with, with – homeschooling, all this other stuff. I think two is a good number this year. I might have been overwhelmed with with trying to do three. Um, but um, it's it's interesting. It's funny, man. When you're doing these drafts, you know, you do these mock drafts, and it's like it never, you know, it never – I haven't had a draft I can remember that ever, you know, is even remotely close to a mock draft. I know you kind of do them to sort of, you know, get a feel of what's out there. But, I mean, it, to me, it's no clue, and especially – in our league, man, I mean, two quarterbacks went off the board in the first round. Actually, two, you know, Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jackson went off the board in each of my drafts in the first round. And, you know, if you follow the, ex, you know, quote-unquote experts, everyone said it's way on the quarterback. It's like, you know, not in the leagues I'm playing, man. People are just grabbing those guys. I mean, I don't blame them, actually, man. I mean, it's, those guys are game changers, and um, I still didn't get it. Uh, what was your thoughts? It's funny because, uh, you know, I've done numerous mocks leading up to – the actual draft and you know you do countless mocks and you don't you don't even see those guys uh Mahomes and Jackson going in the first round and, and they may sneak in in one you know one may sneak it in like an, on a mock draft here and there but you know you usually don't see both going in the first round but then when you get to your actual draft both of them get drafted so it's like what, what do you do these these mocks just prepare you but not prepare you so to speak absolutely absolutely man it's almost like you know you're, you're you're always pivoting in these drafts to me because of that. Because you do the mocks, and then when you actually go live, it's like, you know, I mean, you're never really prepared for two quarterbacks going <laughs> first, but you just kind of go with it because, you know, that's just, you know, that's just the way the draft is going, and you just got to kind of pivot from there. So, yeah. So, what did, um, what's your teams, what kind of teams did you fare out? What, 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 how did it shake out for you? I, I think my, as I started off with, um, Derrick Henry and one of in our, in our league draft, then, in another league, I had um, – I started with Julio Jones. I might have got him, you know, maybe a few picks early. But I had pick nine. Um, but I was satisfied with that. Um, Derrick Henry, going back to our league, um, got him first and came back around and got a receiver. I got uh, Adam Thielen and then started kind of filling the rosters out with um, running backs from there in our league. And then in um, the other league that I'm in, I actually were back-to-back receivers, so – I got um, Julio and DeAndre Hopkins nice. in the league, and then um, I, I'm again this this other league, not ours, is kind of kind of crazy to me because you know this league, you know, you know, quarterbacks are being, you know, you know, Drew Brees was going in the third, you know, fourth round, and tight ends were going off the board quickly. So I I actually got you know um, Josh Jacobson, um, uh, Miles Saunders, you know, in <laughs> in between in rounds three and four. That's so, impressive. Um, you know, that's that's crazy. Like I got Miles Saunders is 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 a is a first round 
pick in most leagues and even second round pick in some league, you know, the leagues, but to get him in the fourth or third round is like, what? So, you know, you kind of, <laughs> as you say, it's like, you just, you know, the, the, the old mantras take the best, best available guy. And he was there. So um, how about yourself? Yeah. My friend, I must say you lucked up to end up with Miles Saunders, Miles Sanders, and what round three to four. That that's not supposed to happen. No, not at all. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, um, I, I actually one of my my draft last night. I um I had the fifth overall pick, and and Dalvin Cook made his made his way to me, and I must say, man, I was torn because you know it's hard to see Mike Thomas' name there and you not click on it. So, <laughs> but I. But I know the scarcity at the running back position after you get past maybe at the first dozen or so, things get kind of dicey. So I took and then I followed up in round two with um, DeAndre Hawkins. So I was I was glad to see him there. And I think by way of Mahomes and Jackson getting drafted, that allowed a guy like Hawkins to make it to me. Um, overall, it was a pretty good draft last night. But uh, I must say I may have some sleepless nights knowing that I could have had Michael Thomas and I, and I, and I look right over him. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, you got Cook, and I, I agree, it's, it was a tough choice. Um, but I mean, running, you know, as it gets, you know, we we finish this thing out, man. It's nothing like you know, teams rely on running backs, you know, to kind of take them home, and you know, you kind of want one of those guys, you know, like one of those big, <laughs> one of those big RBs, you know, that can carry your workload and not be, you sure. know, relying on RB twos and RB threes trying to get you RB one numbers. Come, you know, the the tough stretch of the season <laughs> where you. You know, either trying to get in, trying to get positioned, or in the playoffs, and you know, you want a guy you can rely on. So, absolutely, um, I, I definitely uh, see, you know, the see why you took um, Dalvin Cook. Not nothing was wrong with Thomas, but you know, obviously taking a big running back um, there is um, certainly understandable. So, yeah, yeah. So diving in, man. Um, so as we get as we get ready for you know our first game coming up uh, Thursday. Uh, I want to go a little bit into your um, your QBs this week. I mean, obviously, you know, the show, you know, our, our podcast, you know, we're starting, you know, you've got your core guys that everyone is is filling in. So, you know, we're not going to get too much into, you know, you know, are you playing Mahomes? Are you playing, you know, you know, Michael Thomas? Are you are you are you starting, you know, Ezekiel Allen? You know, pretty much your first and second round picks, you're pretty much playing every week. So right. we're trying to give you, you know, ideas of guys that that could you know really pay off in your fantasy um league this you know from week to week that maybe maybe um differential and wins and losses so uh give me your top three uh quarterback starts you're going with this week okay cool so um my starts i have for this week guys are i think are gonna uh, be a pleasant surprise to their owners um first i got is a uh, old cam newton making his um new england patriots debut um they play the miami dolphins i mean i don't really have a sample size to kind of go by. He was injured most of last year. Plus, he's with a new team. But I, I just got a good feeling that um, you know, Cam will, will show well in his first game as a Patriot um, against the Dolphins. Um, next on my list, uh, I'm gonna go with Carson Wentz against against the Redskins. He historically has done fairly well against the Skins, and um, even though his his offensive line is a little on the banged up side, I I, I like Carson Wentz against the Skins um, in Week One. And then lastly, I guess my my quarterback starts. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go with Jared Goff against the Cowboys. Um, I feel like uh, you know Dallas. They you know they've added some things along the defensive line, but that secondary is still still questionable to me. And, and I think that um, 
Jared Goff can actually probably uh, you know move the ball down the field with ease and and then plus we know they don't have um, like a girly so not to say that they would abandon the run per se but I, I just think that you know Jared Goff would probably have a good good showing against the Cowboys um, who you got for your starts at QB this week uh, for me and by the way those are all great um, starts this week um, I like them all actually I think Cam is motivated so you know, I'm sure he's eager to get back on the field. He hasn't been on the, uh, on the field since, you know, I think after week two of last year. Uh, so, I'm, I know he's hungry to play golf. You're right. I actually think that game could be a, a, a mini shootout. Yeah. Um, Dallas has weapons galore, and you're right. You know, Dallas secondary has some question marks. So, golf, Sterling golf, and uh, Wentz. Um, certainly, they, for whatever reason, those division games, you know, over the years, I mean, I've seen them put up, you know, big numbers with, you know, <laughs> with the mass unit wide receiving core. It looks like he's starting a year that way. And, you know, I think just, you know, it's a, it's a division foe. He's familiar with them. Um, so I agree with you that I think I think uh, Wentz, you know, does does well this year. And it should be a pretty good um, you know start this week. So, yeah. Um, as for me, my starters, my uh, top three starters, um, I really like Phillip Rivers this week. Um, going up against Jacksonville, um, they're a little banged up. Um, Jacksonville, I was about to say banged up, but um, they, they've essentially turned over the entire roster, and you know, it's starting brand new. So, I expect them maybe to just to you know get out early. Maybe you know, Phillip Rivers gives you two, you know, two touchdowns, you mm-hmm. know, 200, 230 yards, and then they get up early, man. And then you know, they may start running ball, but I think he has a solid overall fantasy day. Um, I really like David Carr this week. Um, going against the Carolina defense. I know, again, they're in a rebuild. Uh, Carolina's defense is in a rebuild this year. So um, I'm on I'm all aboard of starting David Carr and all the, you know, plug and play all your Raiders receivers this week. <laughs> um, they're, they're all uh, great plays, in, in, in my opinion. And then lastly, uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um I think he's a solid play this week. Um, they go against the Giants. Again, they're rebuilding. They've, they've added, you know, some pieces on defense. But I think, um, you know, I, I think offensively, I mean, I'm sure they may want to, you know, maybe test him out. You know, he may want to test, you know, test his arm, you know, arm, don't test his arm out, but, you know, see how well he throwing the football. And I think, um, you know, again, the Giants, I, I don't expect their secondary to be that much improved, even though they had a nice signing with uh, Raspberry. But, I think um, you know Big Ben is lined up for a good good game this week, um, and you know that those are my top three this week. So how about um, how about your running backs? Um, running backs that I, I like this week. Uh, I'm going to start with Chris Carson, um, Seattle running back, uh, going against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I know that Pete Carroll likes to run the ball. Um, they're going to be you know in the Mercedes Benz Dome indoor track. Uh, you know. And you know they, I wouldn't, I don't see this as a game where um, Seattle is going to deviate from what they like to do, and that's run the ball. Um, so, and from what I've seen in the past, the Atlanta defense, they're they're not, you know, they can be susceptible to the run. So I, I definitely see, you know, Chris Carson can de- definitely get you upwards of eighty yards or so, and maybe a TD. Um, next on my list for RBs, Austin Eckler. I, um, I think in most drafts he went maybe you know late early second round. So he's kind of almost in that a borderline category where you, you probably can start him just about every week. But I, you know, he's not a sure thing. But I definitely like him against uh, Cincinnati. He's the, you know, unquestioned starter for the Chargers, and um, 
you know, I, I just think that's he'll actually have a, a great, great week this weekend against the uh, against the Bengals. And, and lastly, for my uh, RB starts, I got I'm going to go with a rookie. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor with the with the Colts. Marlon Mack <clears throat> penciled in that depth chart, but I I could see this game potentially heading territory, and I think uh, you know. The rookie will get a chance to get plenty of touches in that game, so I'm I'm liking Jonathan Taylor a lot against uh, Jacksonville this weekend. What about you? Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to uh, follow your train on the Indianapolis bandwagon with Marlon Mack. I think they both do well this weekend. I think Indianapolis, you know, gets as I mentioned, they get up early, man. They just pound the ball. I think you know them, they both could you know do very well this week. Um, you know. Each with a touchdown, maybe, you know, a rushing touchdown, maybe a passing TD. Um, but, yeah, I'm on the Marlon Mack train. You know, the the whole Indianapolis backfield, um, I think, does well this week. Um, I like um, I like James Conner this week, too. Um, I know he's coming back from, in, you know, not coming back from major injury, but he was a little banged up last year. He was kind of in and out of the lineup. I think, you know, he gets back. Um, again, Pittsburgh, I think, gets, you know, gets up. Um, and then they start, you know, handing him the ball. And um, I really like him to sort of get going, you know, you know, really get out the gates going this week in week one. Um, the other guys, I want to say guys, I'll, I'll preface guys, is um, I like the Houston backfield this week against Kansas City. Um, I like both um, Duke Johnson and uh, David Johnson. I think they both will be out on the field a lot together. I think you can, you know, move them either either one to wide receiver uh, positions. They're they're both pretty talented and PPR. And I, I mean, I think you know, you know, Houston traded for David Johnson, so you know, I believe um, Bill O'Brien, you know, may try to prove his his trade form and just give the ball to David Johnson out of you know, just out of you know, this is I'm going to prove that this works. So um, I expect him to you know get a lot of touches and them both to be pretty good. Um, you know, Duke Johnson give you flex numbers and, um, you know, David Johnson give you RB1, excuse me, RB, at least RB2 numbers um, uh, with that game. You know, I expect, you know, both teams to be throwing a lot, but, you know, I'm assuming Houston may be playing from behind. So um, I cool. expect okay. a lot for them this week. So um, I was going to say, before we go into a break here, um, I know we talked about our QB starts. You want to kind of touch on our QB sits for the week before we take our first pause? Sure. Uh, one of the QB sits I have, I won't say he's a sit, but maybe lower your expectations is uh, Kyler Murray. Um, won't, won't, won't say he's, you know, well, that you bench was obviously most of our probably you drafted him in the first, you know, five or six rounds. You, you're probably starting him, but tip your expectations um, just because they're going against San Francisco. I think he, if um, this rushing yards could salvage his day. So, um He's someone that, you know, if you have other options, depending on who it is, I would consider it. But if you do start him, you know, temporary expectations a little bit on him. Um, another sit I have is uh, Ryan Tannehill. They're going up against um, Denver secondary. They're going to Denver. Um, I think um, Tennessee, you know, they want to really run the ball. Uh, I don't think he has a, quote-unquote, bad game. But, I, again, if there's, there's better options this week. I'm sure they're out there in, in probably your free agent pool. I would check those out, but um, I was I would sit him down this week, and then I mean I'm certainly um, uh, Sam Donald and Sam Donald's another one. Um, they're going against the Buffalo Bills this week. Um, maybe garbage points numbers, uh, but certainly um, you may have, you probably didn't 
draft them relatively, but if you you know if if you're if you have to play them, you know we recommend you know that you don't. But um, if you you know if you find yourself that you have to, again, you know we don't expect too much for him, and maybe some you know Garbers numbers in the game. I feel they'll be playing from behind a lot. So gotcha. um, uh, when we return from our short break, now I'll let you get get your sits for uh, this coming week. Okay, sounds good. Okay, we're back. This is the MSU Fantasy Gurus. You got Otis Pitt Jr. here, along with Steve Lyons. We're actually going through our uh, QB sits for this week. Um, Steven just gave his list of three QB sits for the week. I'm going to get into mine. Um, first uh, QB sit I have for this week, I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Going, uh, Baker Mayfield going up against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, Bob... Cleveland has a new football coach, Kevin Stefanski. So they're incorporating a new offense. Um, you know, I imagine it probably takes some time to work out those kinks. And then you have um, Baltimore, who just just a very physical defense. So I just Baker Mayfield will have his weeks this year. I just don't think this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Next, next on my list, um, this probably won't be the first time I have him as a QB sit this year. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings. Um, I, I'm still bothered that Aaron, uh, they, they didn't address the receiver position out there in Green Bay. Um, they, you know, they tended to look, look a little run focused last year. And then the Vikings, you know, they're, they're not chopped liver when it comes to defense. So uh, I think Aaron Rodgers may have a modest game, but I don't think he's going to have a game, you know, 280, 300 yards and, you know, spraying a yard. I don't think we're going to get that for him this week. And then lastly, uh, my QB sit for the week, I'm going to go with Daniel Jones, um, the Giants quarterback against Pittsburgh. Um, that's that's a Monday night game. Um, you know, Giants, they have uh, Cowboys former coach Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator. Um, I think once again, I think he'll have some great games this year, but I don't, I don't think that that will be a favorable fantasy game for him um, this Monday night against against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um uh, and then I guess we just transition now to we both discussed our running back starts. Um, you got some running back sits for me this week, Steve? Yes, yeah, sorry, yep. Um, running back sits this week. Um, I'm staying away from the Jets backfield, um, if possible. Um, I'm not high on Le'Veon Bell this week, and then he's a timeshare with Frank Gore, anyhow. I think the Bills, um, sort of get up early. They, you know, they're playing from behind. Um, and I think, you know, I'm sitting Le'Veon Bell this week. Um, my next sit is um, the Detroit backfield. Um, mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, on Johnson, AP. Right now, that's just, you know, you just don't know how that's, how that's going to shake out at this point. And if, I mean, I'm staying away from it, if all possible. Um, I guess... DeAndre Swift may be the guy I roll with at the moment if you have to play him, but certainly a situation that you just want to avoid at the moment so we start seeing more games to see how the how the flow of that will be. Um, and then um, next I have same, almost the same situation, but the Washington backfield. Um, I know everyone's been talking to Antonio Gibson, and it isn't because of the talent. The talent is certainly there. It's just, again, 
I mean, I'm looking at the Washington depth chart. You have Peyton Barber, Bryce Love, J.D. McClizdick, Antonio Gibson. I just, you know, if, if you know, Antonio Gibson gives you – I can see it being a, a um, boom or, or bust possibly. I mean, if you have him in there, you know, he, he may be able to, you know, get you, you know, 15, 20 points, you know, off a big play. But if, you know, again, it's, it's just so, you know, early, we haven't seen anything that I would sort of just monitor that situation and keep, you know, keep – Keep those running backs out your lineup this week yeah. uh, for both Detroit and Washington, if all um, possible, as well as um, the, the Jets running backs. Uh, what do you, what you got? Um, so I'm going to echo your sentiments on, on the Lev Bell thing this week against um, Buffalo. I, I won't even go down that <laughs> that rabbit hole. As far as, you know, everything you said was spot on. I, I echo those sentiments. So Lev Bell, he's, he's definitely a sit for me. Um, I also am not too fond of Melvin Gordon this week. Uh, Tennessee uh, is a very stout defense that I don't know if everyone – they get a lot of credit for. You know, they're led by Mike Vrabel. He's a defensive coach. Um, I just don't think – I think Melvin Gordon, this may be like a timeshare type of deal between him and Phillip Lindsay. So I would just temper my expectations as far as him, you know, contributing. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and and then lastly – he was actually in your start column. I'm, I'm going to say David Johnson of the Texans, and and not merely because of any issue with him, but I'm, I'm looking at this game. It has a point total of 54 and a half, and which screams, you know, it'll be kind of a shootout or what have you. And and the Texans are actually 10 point underdogs. So this kind of, I feel like a Duke Johnson type of, you know, uh, check down type of thing, playing from behind. Um, if it was more of like an even game script, I would say David Johnson. This is probably going to work out for him. But I just think because they're going to be playing from behind, I can see Duke Johnson kind of getting a lot of the, the touches in, the, in this game. So those are my sits for this week. Uh, since we are, I guess now we just can transition to our receivers. Give me some receivers this week that you love. Um, so the receivers that I am in love with um, this week, I actually like uh, Robert Woods this week. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. As you mentioned about the starters, so we were talking about um, the Cowboys and their, you know, Jared Gall being able to pass it. Well, I need someone to pass it too. And I think, you know, I think those guys have big weeks this week. Um, I think, you know, Dallas is, uh, with the loss of Byron Jones, the secondary man, they're right. Um, and I expect big games out of both of them, you know, plug them both in the lineup, uh, Coop Woods and uh, Cooper Cup. Um, the Raiders wide receivers, um, Henry uh, Ruggs, uh, Hunter Hethro, have them in your lineup. Um, again, I'm not high on Carolina's secondary or on their defense at all, so I certainly have um, them as starts this week. And then um, this is kind of a sneaky play um, um, for the Thursday night game. I like uh, Randall Cobb this week. Um, okay. Will, you know, okay. Obviously, you probably will fill in your lineup, but um, – you know, um, I think Randall Cobb is a sneaky play this week, and um, I have him in in my um, you know, have him starting and, and putting up some decent um, you know, probably some nice flex numbers this week. Cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to pick up right there where you left off. Um, that's actually who I have on my list as a start. Um, another receiver for the Texans in that game. I'm gonna go with Will Fuller. I I think he he can he can pop a you know like a go route on this a time or two and. And like I said, we know that Houston will be throwing a lot in that game. And and we've also seen that uh, with the Chiefs secondary, and not that Rashad Breeland is a second coming of Champ Bailey or anything, but I see that he's out the first couple of games. So 
there shouldn't be any uh, anything to prevent Will Fuller from having a nice game um, and going over the top at least once against the uh, Chiefs defense. Um, and then my next two guys are in the same game that you referenced uh, a few minutes ago. Um, if I could take it to that Rams and, and Dallas game, two guys that I love um, receiver-wise is Michael Gallup of the Cowboys and then Cooper Cup of, of the Rams. Um, I think both of those guys will, will have major days uh, with their teams um, from a fantasy standpoint. Part of the reason I like Gallup is because is he has a, a great rapport with Prescott. And then secondly, we know Jalen Ramsey is going to be going to be draped over uh, Amari Cooper the whole game. So I, I, I like Michael Gallup a lot this week um, and, and Cooper Cup as well. Um, I mean, just transition here. We're going to go to our wide receiver sits here. I'm just going to keep the ball rolling. Um, one guy I have here on my list for us a sit, and I guess I would just temper expectations, is, is A.J. Green going up against the Chargers. Um I'm not going to go the easy way and just say, oh, he has a rookie quarterback. Things may be difficult. I don't necessarily think that's the case. Um, I am worried, you know, he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's coming off an injury. And then the Chargers also signed Chris Harris Jr., who can, he's kind of like a pesky corner who just kind of makes makes things difficult for you as a receiver. So I'm going, I'm going to fade uh, A.J. Green this week. Um, next I'm going to go with, and this may – catch some off guard. I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin of the Redskins. Um, I say that because uh, I know the Washington offensive line is kind of a work in progress. And and then the Eagles, they just signed their big dollar cornerback, Darius Slay. So I think there may be some sneaky, some other sneaky receivers in the Redskins that can probably give you a little, little love this week. But I, I don't think Ter- Terry McLaurin will, will have a great, he'll have great fantasy days this year for sure. But I, I expect a modest day from him. Um, and lastly, from my wide receiver sits, I'm going to go with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. against the Ravens. Um, Steve, I got a, a stat here that was that was very eye-opening. Um, last year versus the Ravens, in both games, OBJ had a total of six catches for 66 yards in two games. <laughs> I... I, I I digress. I, I I would just park it right there. That that, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, that, that 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 stat right there told me everything I needed to know. So OBJ is a definite sit for me. What what you got and, going on? If that doesn't scream sit, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to follow up with you on the uh, Terry McCullough. I agree, man. I got Darius Slate following him all over the field. Um, not saying he, you know, will will stink it up, but again, if you if you have other options, you might want to. Play them or, you know, temper your expectations with that because that could be a long, long, long afternoon for that. They've um, mm-hmm. had some tough matches. Matter of fact, I looked at some of the, the film that so recently when he was with Detroit. I think the Washington football team played Detroit last season. They had some nice matchups. So, uh, but, yeah, totally agree. Um, my um, my sit, um, I'm going to go to Miami Dolphins. Uh, Devontae Parker, um, I got him as a sit this week. Uh, I imagine Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore will follow him off the field. Um, I would play, you know, Preston Williams is probably, you know, move up a little bit in my rankings. Um, if you have him, certainly maybe as a flex option. I just think Gilmore, you know, tracks him or follows him all over the field mm-hmm. this week. Um, another sit I would have is uh, Debo Samuel. I know he's going to be activated this week, but um, congratulations, you get activated. You get to see Patrick Peterson week one. So, 
Um, I kind of don't want any parts of that. And, um, you know, if, you know, I imagine if depending where you draft him at, you might not be playing him right away. But certainly this week, I may just have him sit and because he's coming off injury. Who knows? He could be on a snap count this week. So you have the Patrick Peterson variable. You have him, you know, depending on the snap count. You have a lot of variables saying that you just, you just probably should just sit him this week um, as well. Um, the other player that I have as a sit um, is A.J. Brown going up against um, the Denver Broncos um, defense. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a sit this week as well. And so with that, I'm going to turn it back over to you to give – me your your tight give me give me a tight end this week you know as we go down these positional rankings that you um are are, yeah. are starting as well as that you aren't you're sitting I'm, I'm gonna give you a, a tight end here who from what i can tell has went undrafted in pretty much every fantasy draft i love eric ebron of, of, the, of the steelers going up against the giants this week um will we revisit this podcast next wednesday uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be patting myself on the shoulder because I feel like this is going to be an Ebron week. Um, so I, I really think he's a sneaky play uh, versus the Giants on Monday night. Um, so that's my tight end, I guess, sleeper pick, if you will. Um, my sit for this week at the tight end spot, I'm going to go with back to that Denver-Tennessee uh, game. It's going to be Noah Fant. Um, I think he's going to emerge this year as, as a true downfield threat. Um, but I just – Somehow when you play that game, it just screams just kind of a run heavy, you know, not a lot of fireworks. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shy away from Noah Fant um this week at the tight end position. What what tight end are you targeting or is a sneaky play for you? Um actually before we get back into that, I didn't give I'm sorry. Um I know I, I told our listeners um AJ Brown was a sit this week. I really didn't go into detail why, but oh, the main sure. reason was he'll have AJ Boy out tracking him all over the field as well. So um, again, I'm not looking for anything big out of that because of, I'm sure he's going to be track him. And I imagine, you know, Denver's, I'm sorry, Tennessee's going to try to run the ball um, as much as possible with Henry in the run game. So um, that's why he's a sit, more of a sit for me because of the, because of AJ Bouye. So, um, so to go back to the tight okay. ends this week, um, I got a sneaky start, not a really sneaky start, but just, the Jets have no one else to me. You know, you're sitting your Jets wide receivers at this point. I think Chris Herndon has a good opportunity um, to have a big week. I think, again, they're playing catch up. And I think he, you know, he might end up being their best wide receiver um, for the, you know, for the year. You know, probably stays healthy. I actually have him in my, in um, in our other league. And um, I expect him to have a, have a, um, have a good week based on volume possibly. And, and just plus, you know, I think he'll be just easy target for for Sam Donald this week. Um, okay. And then I'm sitting on uh, T.J. Hawkinson this week. Um, they're going up against the Bears. Um, those are normally you know tough. De- you know the Bears are tough defensively. The linebackers core is uh, pretty solid. And I just you know I just think if you have other options this week, I'm I'm um, I'm sitting him or lower my expectations if you if you played him. But I mean. I mean to me, the the, t- the tight end pool was so deep this year that I mean, obviously there there are other options. Um, I'm probably playing, you know, um, Jack Doyle, or I'm plugging him in this week, you yeah, know, over, yeah. over 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 T.J. Hawkinson. So um, I'm sure there's other options, but you know, um, sort of cur- um, scale back ex- expectations and not just sit them all together uh, this week. So 
Um, with that, um, what's the defense you're starting out this week? Um, I think they're probably a hot waiver wide selection if they haven't been drafted um, outright. I like the Eagles against against, against Washington again. Um, we know that D line. We know the Fletcher Cox. We know the the Brandon Grams. You know those guys can really disrupt things up front. And and I'm aware of Brandon Sheriff. He's you know he's a solid offensive lineman, but you know the Redskins lost Trent Williams and you know that entire left side of the offensive line. I think they might have gotten that gotten that offensive from like a Kinko store or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not familiar with like a lot of the bodies. I'm I'm aware of Sheriff and Brandon Moses, um, but. I think the Eagles' defense will, will, will pin their in, ears back and give you know Dwayne Haskins a lot of, a lot of issues that game. Um, so I like I like the Eagles. I, they, I, I could see a scenario where they create a couple of turnovers as well. So I think they're a good defense to roll out. Um, uh, the, the defense that I'm I'm, I'm staying away from is going to be uh, the Saints. Um, you got Tom Brady coming to town. You know we, we don't have to go down the laundry list of weapons he has with Tampa. Um, I can see this being a shootout. Anywhere, you know, both teams scoring upwards of 24, 26 points. So I'm, I'm, I'm staying away from the Saint, the Saints defense this week. Who's your defense you're going with this week? Um, I like um, the Indianapolis Colts defense going up against Jacksonville. That's a Again, good one. Again, um, as I said earlier, earlier that Jacksonville is going through a complete rebuild. Um, I mean, outside of uh, Chris Thompson, I mean, the running back field, the running back backfield is still unsettled. Um, you know, um, Garden Mitchell, I think is a good, you know, it's good, you know, talent to, you know, NFL talent. But again, I think Indianapolis comes down there, man, and just, you know, just plays an overall solid game. And they're, you know, they're a top 10 defense for me um, this week. Um, cool. As far as, believe it or not, we, let's go back to that Washington Philly game. I think the, the Washington football team's defense can be sneaky this week. If you're looking for maybe a sneaky play, um, obviously they got all that talent on the front, the front line, their front seven with um, Payne and uh, Chase, uh, Chase Daniels and Montez Sweat. So they could get some sacks this week. The Eagles uh, offensive line is banged up a little bit. So um, it'll be interesting to see what the Eagles do to counter it. I can't imagine – I mean, maybe they will, you know, have Wentz go back throwing, you know, but so much because of their, their offensive line being banged up. So that's, um, that's certainly an interesting, um, you know, defense to maybe uh, play – uh, this week, so um, defenses that I'm, I know that you know I'm staying away from this this week. Um, uh, Carolina, um, again, they're going through a rebuilding uh, project. Um, there's certainly it might be it may be tempting. It's as easy, you know. Sometimes with me, I look at the the West Coast teams coming east, and you may you know get you know sneaky plays with them just because of the the um, time zone changes, and you know. But with this, with this particular one, I'm staying away from um, Carolina. And I'm with you. Um, I'm staying away probably from the Rams. I think the Rams defense will have better days. But I think, again, as, I, as we mentioned earlier, I think that's a, that's a high-scoring game. I think both those offenses get it rolling um, this mm-hmm. week. Um, and I'm staying away probably from the Rams defense um, as, as well. But I, I think there will be a solid defense for most of, you know, you know, uh, for most of the year, but this week I'm, you know, I'm I'm sitting them as well. Cool. So, uh, hey, partner, I got two, I got two final little nuggets or segments that we can kind of touch on before we we get out of here. I guess the one uh, for our listeners is that um, you know, we 
we're discussing, you know, we're involved in, in year-long fantasy, but a daily daily fantasy is a huge component of the fantasy landscape this year. So, you know, we got for those daily players, we want to, as the season progresses, want to kind of tap into that 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 uh, arena as well um, as far as your tournaments and, you, and your cash games and things like that. Um, you have – let's talk about daily for a second. Is there a guy, uh, if someone's planning a tournament, that they want to swing for the fences for that they can get it like a low bargain. You have, you have any mind, anyone in mind? Uh, yeah. Two, um, a couple of players in mind. Um, I want to go back to Buffalo. Uh, I think Stefan Diggs. um, mm-hmm. this week, he's going up against the Jets secondary, which, you know, again, we, he, they traded their best player, um, and Jamal Adams, um, CJ Mosley's out. So I think he could be a nice guy for fantasy to really, you know, I mean, not fantasy, but for daily, to get you over the hump. Um, actually, you can do a stack with him and Josh Allen, too. Um, I like that. I think that's I like a that. nice stack that could probably, you know, win you some tournaments um, as well. And I touched a little bit about this earlier when I was talking about the Raiders wide receivers. And, again, another stack is David Carr and and pick any Raiders wide receivers. <laughs> um, you know, I think that's that's going to be a nice, um, you know, daily um, uh, fan, daily. Um, play for this week. Um, you know, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Greth- Hunter Rethro, as well as Brian Everett's. Um Darren Walker, I'm messing guessing may cost you a little bit more, but the, the Raiders wide receivers, I'm sure you'll probably be able to get at prices along with car that can win you some tournaments as well. How about you? Um I got two guys here. I got a running back and a receiver. I'm gonna touch on the receiver. Um I believe you chimed on him earlier. I like Preston Williams uh, of Miami. It's kind of a, a swing for the fences guy um, in daily fantasy. Um, he's not going to cost you a ton. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Gilmore will be shadowing Devontae Parker all over the field. And we know that Ryan Fitzpatrick can spray the, can spray the ball. I mean, he's going to probably have some interceptions sprinkled in there. But I, I do think Preston Williams will, will give you some PPR gold this week. I, I envision at minimum five, six catches, upwards of 80 you know, 70, 80 yards and maybe even a touchdown. So I love Preston Williams um, and Daly as as, uh, as someone to stream this week. And also uh, at a running back, I like Boston Scott, uh, the Philly running back. Um, Miles Sanders, he, he's nursing a hamstring injury. He's questionable, I believe, as of today. Um, so I believe if Miles Sanders is out, well, actually, Miles, Boston Scott has kind of standalone value, even with the healthy Miles Sanders, but if Miles Sanders is kind of on the shelf or a little dinged up, we know he's not going to get a full workload. So I, I love Boston Scott um, this week as well. Um, and so th- those are my guys for far, far as daily is concerned. And, uh, man, I guess what before we before we sign off, I wanted – I had this little note here. I, I had jotted down and wanted to bounce off of you, you know, as we talk about fantasy and the whole landscape. Is there any guy that, uh, you know, maybe once was – you know, a fantasy jewel that maybe, you know, this year that you're just shying away from, you know, maybe in the past he was, he was, he was golden, but somebody you maybe just shying away from this year, you know, you know, somebody you don't want to be bothered with. You got anybody kind of fits that category? Um, Yeah. I hate to say it. And it's not, I could be completely wrong with this. I hope I am, but I just, um, from what I've seen over the past few seasons is um, Odell Beckham. Um. Mm. I could again. I could be really wrong, but I, the talent's there. But it's just something that just seems to be missing. Um, and I'm just, I'm just flat out, you know, stayed away from him. Um, 
I don't necessarily like the scheme in Cleveland. And and again, you know, um, they got so many people who um, so many mouths to feed there. You know, between you know Jarvis Landry, you know Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, um, Austin Cooper. Uh, they still got Njoku. I mean, it's just like they, you know, quietly they have a nice offensive roster there. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, I don't think he has a bad season, but I just don't, you know. As a fantasy owner, I've experienced the OBJ um, experience last year, and it wasn't good. And I'm, that's just a guy that I'm just kind of down on this year and just stand stand away from. Um, I say that uh, with he, I could be completely wrong, but I'm going with what I'm. As I say, you hear me say, I'm gonna trust my eyes, and my eyes say it's something that right with him in Cleveland at the moment. So I'm stand, <laughs> I'm staying away from him. Okay. Yeah, the guy I, I thought about this earlier. It's two guys came to mind, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna speak on one of them. Um, the guy that I'm not gonna probably have any parts of is uh is Julian Edelman, um, Patriots uh slot receiver. Okay. Uh, um, I mean I could easily pinpoint the Brady factor with Brady not being there anymore. Um, and that's probably the primary reason why I'm going that route. But I just think the days of the 9,500 catch seasons. I think those are behind us. And, and, you know, he's also getting long on the tooth. I want to say Edelman's maybe upwards of 34 years old these days. Um, and, you know, just, just the, uh, you know, new vibe out there. Cam's out there. You know, Cam wants to do his thing. And not to say that Edelman will, you know, have a crappy year or anything of that sort, but I just, you know, he's someone who I don't think will bless you in fantasy as he did in years past. So that's that's a guy I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to leave alone, you know, definitely for this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we um, as we head to the close of the segment, oh Pitt, any any final words of of uh, of jewels and nuggets to um, as as everyone sets their rosters and get ready for Thursday night as well as Sunday? You know what I mean. The, I guess the main thing you touched on it last week. I think the main thing is you you you've drafted these players. You you know you invested your time and your research into it. And you know let's let's not get pretty now. You know. Even if your first or second round pick has a tough matchup, they were your first or second round pick for a reason. You know, your your twelve rounder may have a great matchup, but you know, let's let's not reinvent the wheel. So that's that's kind of my advice to our owners out there. Just you know, go with go with the script, go with the guys you drafted, or as they say, dance with who you brought to the dance. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I echo those same sentiments. It's week one. Draft the guys you um, go with the guys you drafted and see how it plays out. So with that, um, we wish y'all the best in week one. Opit, looking forward to the games weekend and um, getting back to this uh, next week. My man, appreciate you. See you next okay. time. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.